Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Wanda Toro Torini, also known as Dr. Wanda, or the nerdy girl entrepreneur, is a dynamic entrepreneur, inventor, and the host of the Rocket Fuel podcast. Her texting platform, catchwords.com, helps experts who speak and do media interviews connect with their anonymous fans and stop leaving money on the table. She's a unique combo of super analytical and super creative and is a rock star in marketing and audience engagement. Hi, Wanda. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hello, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so am I. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today, getting to know who you are and talk about our theme of how to boost the value of your keynote. But first, mm. do you want to talk a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Um, I have quite a, a winding uh, <laughs> journey to where I am today. But at this moment, I have been an entrepreneur for 17 years, just to give you an idea. And I, um, I do have a, a doctorate in pharmacy. This is all will make sense um, later. But I, I worked for the healthcare industry. Uh, and I, I nerded out. And finally, I'm like, I, 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 just have a lot more to, to offer. So uh, 17 years of being an entrepreneur, but what um, what's really interesting relating to, to what we're going to talk about today is probably midway in, in my, uh, my journey, I had primarily corporate um, clients. And in order for me to be perceived as an expert in their eyes, I had to speak at conferences. And what was really interesting is, you know, for years, I was frustrated just exhibiting um, at these conferences and then seeing these big companies. So I'm not sure, I'm assuming they they are around even in Australia, but Deloitte and Touche, uh, PricewaterhouseCooper, KPMG, these are really large um, consulting firms. And they were always on stage. And honestly, I'm sure we've all experienced, you know, watching a big company talk about something like, you have no no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you were just, you know, you're just an employee going out there. So anyway, I was frustrated. And so I said, finally, I'm going to find out what it's going to take for me to get up there on that stage. And they said, oh, we would love to have you. Um, it's just a $10,000 sponsorship and you get to speak on stage. What? $10,000? <laughs> um, but I knew I had to do it. I had to do it because that's how I was going to be perceived as an expert, not just having an exhibit booth. So that was really my, my transformation where I thought really hard strategically what I needed to do to make sure that I connected with what we've all experienced, right? That person with the twinkle in their eye, they're nodding, they're taking notes, maybe even taking pictures of your slides. If you have slides and you're like, ah, I need to know who you are and you hope that they come and connect with you afterwards, but a really small percentage of people do. So um, the, the quick version is that I had actually invented a texting platform just a few years before um, I, I was experiencing this struggle. And I realized I could use it to offer the audience some additional content. And the first thing was my slides. And um, 
So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more, but that's basically how I arrived at really mastering how we can educate people on, on stage, whether it's a physical or digital stage, and really keep that authenticity of, of, of being the expert and still generate leads through not only our technology, but through our, our methodology. And, and it all started because my, my clients were corporate executives in, in healthcare, and there was no way I could sell from stage. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that where you're like... I know Man. it's one of those things I could go keynote what I've got to get up there in front of a masses of people and be the expert and it is something that comes with time doesn't it too because you know and I don't know about you but a lot of the people that I'm around are small business owners or they might be solopreneurs and they they see the value in the keynote that they need to get out there and be seen as the expert but geez it can be daunting when the first time thinking about it can it yes absolutely and the the issue is that um it's a huge opportunity, especially to be a keynote. So let's talk about, you know, being part of, of any, the list of speakers at a conference, right? But typically then the keynote is where everybody is attending, right? And what's tough is that you definitely can't sell from a keynote, right? That's not acceptable at all. Very often you are paid or or you receive a stipend or something. So there's this feeling of, well, this is my monetization, right? I got paid for this opportunity. I'm going to do my work. But the challenge is very often that we're, we're speaking about something that we're experts in and that we probably have some sort of program or additional offer around. Um, And if you don't, I would highly recommend that even if you get paid for speaking, that you do put together an offer for your audience, right? So how is it that you can connect with them and potentially get the email addresses of those people that you've inspired in that keynote fashion and, and keep that authenticity? And so when I use the texting technology that we created, which is called Catchwords, K-E-T-C-H-W-O-R-D-S, I, I offered my catchword for people to text. And in return, I said, don't worry about taking copious notes. If you would like a copy of my slides, just text, let's say it's slides, you know, to 411321. Um, and that's in the U.S. And in the beginning, it, we, it was only available in the U.S. And um, I said, let's just kind of see how it goes. And 25% of my audience texted the first time. So, Leanne, I, I, I want to kind of put it into perspective in the sense that there's 300 people in the audience. So I had 75-ish leads, and that was more leads than I had exhibiting for the previous like three years in a row. Right. So I, I didn't, I honestly didn't think it was going to work that well because if I had 10 people giving me their email address, I would have thought, woohoo, you know, because if they're also texting for my slides, they're somewhat qualified. Yes. Right. They, if they, that means, oh, I'm really interested. They weren't just nodding their heads because they enjoyed your talk, but if they actually wanted your slides, that means they had a higher level of interest. And um, so the 25% was transformative. And then I, I'm a big nerd. <laughs> so I said, wait a second, I could do better than 25% if that was my first time. And I would say over the next two years, I used it at different conferences in different 
uh, speaking situations and networking and such. And when I was speaking at conferences, I was able to consistently have 76% of my audience texting every single time, which made it easy for me to pay $10,000, right? Wow. I, awesome. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm walking out with 200 leads of highly qualified people that said they were interested in my topic. I was happy to pay 10,000. And, and, and that's, that seems crazy for a small business owner. In fact, I had other small business owners say to me, I, how, how can you afford to continue to, to pay, to be on stage. And I said, guys, I, I figured out like this, this secret weapon. Right. And, and the thing is the audience felt served because literally you're saying, I wish I had enough time. I, I don't, we never have enough time, but I put together this thing for you that would be really valuable. And, and if it resonates with them, bam. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Isn't it? I love that. It feels so good, right? When we're, when we're people, especially what I find, if you're service-minded and you're really looking to impact, and typically when you're looking for a keynote opportunity, part of it is not only that it fills your wallet, right? That it fills your heart. And so to know, to be able to walk off stage and, and, and say, oh my goodness, 200 people texted for my content. Like I had the opportunity to extend my impact that it feels really good. Yeah. And I love how you're talking about the outcome because we often talk about the keynote. Yes, we know the value and we focus on getting a really good keynote and getting over your nerves and that and go and do it. And then that's it. You think, oh, well, what was the outcome of that? But you're talking about we are doing this for a reason. You are investing in it for a reason because what well, we need to generate leads, don't we? And that's how we keep our business running. And the idea of a keynote, no matter how good you are, if you don't have something at the end where you can generate the leads, well, it was just a bit of a waste of your time, isn't it? It's just, it's just a one-time thing. Um, actually, one of my clients had said, I used to feel like a one-night stand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's perfect. Because it's true, you know, everybody's like, oh my gosh, that was wonderful. And you're like, woohoo, you know. And then the next day you realize you have no second dates. Right. Yes. <laughs> so um it, it was really fascinating when she when she mentioned that that to me. And it 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 really transforms the experience. And I I've had clients where um they were speaking in front of really conservative audiences and they were uh, afraid that the conference producers would 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 say, well, what are, what are you doing? You know, but we, we work on it. So even though I developed the technology, what, what I grew to do was not only um, help people with the technology, but really um, help them with the strategy around it. And um, I found that my, not only my history, I used to perform in, in a lot of musicals and and so I was on stage a lot and I, I would sing in a band and such. And, and I was able to start connecting some of my principles when I performed. It was very important for me to be aware of the audience and what I was doing to affect them, right? Because if I'm really into my own thing as an actor, right, I could potentially turn my back around or cover my face when I'm in a crying scene, for example, right? But that doesn't impact an audience. So you have to be, if you're, if you're service-minded and thinking about the audience, you realize it's not just about me. It's about making sure that the way I convey the story, et cetera, is actually impacting the audience. So I realized that when people just had the texting, the catchword, 
there are so many different ways that people can introduce it. And the, the results, the audience response varied significantly because of that. But it's so cool to be able to measure it and say, ah, oh, I could do, do better. So, um, so we spend a lot of time in really advising and consulting so that you can still stay in that authentic space, in that inspirational space, but use the technology to generate leads. And it, it really, it, it increases the ROI. It, assuming you're getting paid, it significantly increases the ROI of that experience because now you have leads to potentially sell to you. But if you don't get paid, or if you actually paid for the opportunity, it also completely transforms that ROI calculation because now you're bringing in leads. And that's the outcome we want, isn't it? We want the leads. And it doesn't matter if you're um, being paid, not being paid or paying yourself, because I've done uh, one of each, actually. <laughs> I've done a number of them and different outcomes for them. Some of them, that they're fairly strict in what you say. But if you have some way of capturing those leads, it really is amazing to your business, I feel like. I think as business owners that the keynote is a key part of your business to get out there and be seen as the expert to really connect with audience because I don't know what you've seen, but a lot of this, you know, connecting via internet and, and that we can still do kind of in keynotes, isn't it? But, you know, getting out there on the stage and really selling to an audience, that's where you're connecting and can really get the benefit of you know, qualified leads, and I noticed you mentioned that earlier, they are qualified, they're, they're warm, they're, they're listening to you, you're really telling them what they want to hear by being in mm -hmm. that room and setting that scene for them. Oh, absolutely. It's so important that you mentioned that. So when we talk about lead generation, the best way to get a, a prospect to know, like, and trust you fast is for them to actually get the opportunity to quote unquote meet you, right? So let's say the in in the the hierarchy of things, honestly, a podcast which is still highly effective because you get a sense of personality and such, but that's the lowest, mm. that right? And it's still powerful because it's it, people. It's not a canned video, it's a conversation, right? So people get a sense as to how you are on the fly and, and conversationally, and they get to know you, to be aware that you exist, right? You, they get to know a problem because you're talking about that problem. They get to like you because you actually show your personality. And then the next big thing is trust, right? So content is what develops the, the, the trust, right? I always say the trust is really more about like, can I trust that, that you can actually do what you're talking about, that you're good at, at what you do and at your expertise, that I can get the results that you're talking about. So sure, we can talk a little bit about that um, when we're on a podcast speaking, teaching, but there's never enough time to teach everything, right? So you wanna say, hey, if this makes sense, then I want you to gain greater trust. And here, I'm going to show, I'm going to share with you some information that is selfless, by the way, what, what, when we help um, our clients figure out what they offer the audience, we actually call it a value bomb. You need to feel that you are dropping a value bomb onto the audience and that when they text and receive it, they're going to say, thank you. Because then the next time you communicate through our platform, which you can, you can send another text and another email, another attachment, all this stuff. There's a lot more, obviously, to the, to the technical aspect. Um, then they'll trust 
that what you're sending is actually valuable. Yeah. Right. Not, not promotional. And there's a huge difference when, when people have used the catch word for something purely promotional, huge difference in the audience response. You could promote to them afterwards. You want to catch them. Hence the catch word. I love it. Yeah. And it is key, isn't it, to get that trust because we are being spammed. Like I say spam in the nicest possible way, because people are trying to get their businesses going and they are trying to do the cold calling, which is like, you know, it could be through messenger, WhatsApp, all those different um, platforms yeah. that we have now. But we are getting so many that we sort of go, no, not reading it, not reading it. We need something or a reason why you want to go back to it. And I think, you know, doing the keynote, getting, you know, them to connect with you, getting their trust by sending them something valuable, they're going to go, oh, I'll read the next thing that comes from them. You know, one is this wonderful thing for me. So I'm going to read that again, but somebody else just cold, cold DMing or whatever it is, they go, oh, no, I don't know what that is. I don't trust them. I don't even know who they are. Right, 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 right. It's yeah, it's so it's so exciting. So for example, if you do any other traditional mechanism where you would try and collect their email addresses, right? And then you follow up via email alone, a really good open rate would be between 12 to 25%. Like you're, I'm doing a happy dance if 25% of the, of the list actually <laughs> opens the email, right? So with a catchword, because they actually requested it and because they know that it's a piece of content, because that's how you sell it. You're not selling your catchword. You're really, quote unquote, selling the value of, of this, this piece that you're, you're providing, right? The email open rate is 150%. Okay. So what that means is on average, if somebody subscribes, they will open it 1.5 times. And it makes sense. They're going to text it, email it, and then they're going to check their email immediately. Like, did I get it? Right. So we really make sure that when we design the email, it upfront tells them like, this is what you're going to receive. You're going to want to read this, et cetera. And, and we've spent, I've been doing this for over 10 years. Um, so we, we spend time to make sure that they bought into it. If they bought into it, when they go back to their computer, they will open it again. And so that's why the person on average will open it 1.5 times. But we've had clients that have had 200, 300% open rate. And it depends on how valuable the person's, the resource was to the person, whether they um, need to return to it, whether it's something that they want to share with other people. So you'll see a lot of open rates because it gets forwarded. Um, that's where we get to really nerd out for our clients because typically, you know, the people that we're working with, they're like, ah, I just want to be in front of people, impact people and, you know, do a happy dance because I, I got leads. And we're like, okay, do your, do your thing. But to run a business, the structure, the metrics are rocket fuel, right? And so um, that's when we decided to wrap catchwords, to, to wrap our rocket fuel agency around it. And that's where we say, hey, let's, let's kind of be like your, your visibility ambassador, right? And, and we're going to make sure that every time you show up, you're really kicking some butt, you're impacting audiences, and you're actually generating leads. So it's... It's, a, it's an exciting evolution because it, it went from my consulting business grew to $4.2 million in revenue because I was able to, to really collect highly valuable leads. And, um, and I loved it, but I actually didn't love the consulting work as much as the process of catching and figuring out strategically how to help people 
other people do this, right? So the, then the journey was, okay, let me test it with corporations. Let me test it with other entrepreneurs to make sure there, there isn't the Wanda factor, right? That other <laughs> people could actually do this. And it was just, you know, people saying, oh my gosh, I got 63%. I got 71%. I got 92%. I'm like, I'm like you beat me. <laughs> my <laughs> highest is 76%. So I need to be better. But it, it's just really, really exciting and rewarding. Yeah. And I suppose the last thing I just want to finish off with is the people that implement it into their business have to have the strategy, isn't it? It's not just, oh, I want to be out there talking to people. It's what happens, what are you talking about, who the audience is, how you collect those leads, the numbers. So it's having a really good strategy, is it? And when you have seen people with the good strategy, what are the benefits for their business? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, a good strategy actually allows you to be really streamlined with your visibility, right? So let's say with um, on our rocket fuel agency side, we will take an, an intensive period. It might be like four to six months with our clients to say, let's try a whole bunch of things, right? Let's try different podcasts, different speaking engagements, virtual engagements in person, et cetera. But now we have a way to measure them all. And then you have the opportunity to decide what do you want your long-term strategy to be? So for example, with my consulting firm, after I realized this, I decided I'm only going to speak twice a year at this big conference totally worth it to, to go to a one spring conference, one fall conference, pay $10,000 for each of those conferences, bring in 200 leads consistently, and then spend the rest of the year nurturing and creating um, educational and value-based relationships with them, right? I was able to do that instead of being all over the place. I literally did this with no social media. I didn't have a website for my product. I, it was literally just get get to know me as an expert. And I had a website for my company, but not for that particular product that I was, that I was pitching um, because I had so many variations of it. And yeah, so a huge thing is strategy and structure leads to streamlining efficiency, but also predictability. Critical because we have yeah. these great, like, woo, that was good. And then woo, it doesn't happen. <laughs> for a long time, right? But what's what's really interesting is we're, we're teaching people that, um, that you can create your own stages, first of all. And if you don't have the qualifications yet to be a keynote, you can still really do high quality work on your own or in partnerships with other people, make sure you record them, create a media page for yourself, all of these things that make you more attractive. And you know, all of this, I mean, you're, you're, you're a pro at this, but a lot of people just feel like, oh, I, I'm not going to be paid $10,000. So I guess I'm not going to speak. And, um, and I actually like to refer to people, to my clients that they love to be teachers. Um, a lot of them actually don't even refer to themselves as speakers because they don't, align themselves with just being like a motivational speaker, right? They're like, no, I'm an expert and I love to teach. And uh, so, so yeah, structure is, is sexy. Yeah. Is I love it. Never heard of it called sexy before, but I love it. I yeah, love it. I know. Well, what's, <laughs> what's funny is, um, is yeah, typically as, as creatives, as, as people that may be really emotionally based as visionaries, and we may not be really strong on the, on the structure and such. I, I am actually, um, 
I, I, I took a test. I'm like 92% visionary, by the way, right? <laughs> and I still love structure because structure allows me to play in my, in my zone, right? When I get to create a structure behind a client and say, guess what? Now you just get to be brilliant. Go teach, go teach. My team is going to collect the numbers, give you suggestions. We're going to tell you what to change, what to not change, whatever. Go teach again. We'll book you on an opportunity. We'll evaluate. Like that's that's exciting, and because I I empathize with them. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I totally empathize. I just love to you know go out and and do my thing. But I have a little bit of a and this comes from the fact that my doctor is in pharmacy. So I was a scientist and it's like, I can't get, um, structure and system out of, out of my brain. <laughs> so if something's disorganized, I just can't do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that weird creative and analytical mix. And I, I guess it, it benefits our clients. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm definitely going to spread that one around. Structure is sexy to all my visionaries. Yes. That come to me. <laughs> Uh, well, Wanda, thank you so much for today. I've loved it. I've loved listening to what you talk about with the keynote, how it's not just the keynote and the strategy behind it and the structure and the systems. So yeah. if anyone wants to find out more about what you do or, or you know, get some more information, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, well, I, of course, would recommend that they text a catchword. And in fact, I realize I have a catchword called keynote, right? So um, so th this is an example because Leanne and I spoke about all the, the, the different things that I could offer. So I personally have multiple catchwords depending on the audience and what they're needing and, and such. And we have several clients that are, that are like that as well. But this is how you can do it. And you can actually try the technology too. If you are in the US, you can text keynote K-E-Y-N-O-T-E, -E, just in case, text Keynote to 411321. 411321 is the number and Keynote is the message. And then if you've never texted a catchword before, it'll ask for your email address, super simple. And then bam, you'll get a text, an email, an attachment. Awesome, right? If you're outside of the US, then you can actually use WhatsApp. And we're super excited because we launched this actually this year, because clearly with COVID and everything, there are so many more virtual opportunities, but virtual opportunities gave us global opportunities, right? So if you are outside of the US, then you can actually use WhatsApp and you could text to 1909741-1321. That's the phone number and the message is Keynote. And the same experience, you'll be asked your email address and you'll get the juicy stuff. So what we did is we put together a guide on how to transform your talk into a lead generating machine. And, and what I focused on was the strategy, not the technology, but what did I change, right? When, when I first use a catchword, 25% consistently after my strategy, 76%. So what changed? The, a catchword stayed consistent, but my strategy, what I offered, all these things change. And so this talks about the strategy, um, how to transform your talk into lead gen machine. So that's keynote to 411321 or to 1909-741-1321. Um, pull over if you're driving and text it because it, it, it's really valuable. Like I'm excited to deliver it to people. And I, I, I tell my clients, you need to be excited about what you put together for your audience and it will relay, it'll translate. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll definitely be doing that myself. I love, it. I love the technology. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Igniters, what a powerhouse is Wanda. She is certainly the expert in her field.
make sure you take advantage of her amazing offer. For more about bringing balance to a chaotic life or getting off the road to burnout, check out my website leanneblaney.com.